Morgan, welcome in. Hang on. <laughs> You're listening right now to the Cutthroat Cast. Follow us on Twitter and on Instagram at Cutthroat Cast. We've got myself at Where to Wakel, Pal Crisol on Twitter. We've got at Patrick Kenny on Twitter. We've also got at Morgan from Oz, Morgan from Australia, welcoming her to the team. You know, well, and we're bumping up Patty as well. So just want to say congratulations to the new co-host of the Cutthroat Pod. As we had mentioned in the last one, X has decided to, you know, step away, but he still wishes us the best. And we're still talking to him every day, actually. So, you know, everything's all good. We're all still friends. So if anybody was curious about that, we're good. And he actually said, you know, I want to tag Morgan in. So this is our formal way of announcing and welcoming the Morgan from Oz. Morgan, welcome to the Cutthroat family. Thank you. Um, it, it's an absolute pleasure to be here. I'm sorry that I had to kill X on the way out, but bad luck. <laughs> no, you didn't kill him at all. We killed him. And then you just stepped over his dead body. He wasn't even cold. No. Not even cold. Not even cold. <laughs> no. He, in all honesty, we want people to know that, you know, he's, he's going to pull an Undertaker at some point. So, mm-hmm. you know, we had, we, like I said, we're all still in communication with him. We're all still friends. So at some point, you know, we're going to have him back on the podcast when, when he uh, has the time to come on. He's very, he's a very busy man. This, as we speak, he's at a retreat this weekend. So, you know, uh, he's got that going on, but he did say that he will want to come on in the future. And he, uh, he's watching this challenge season very closely. And I can tell he's, he's going to have stuff to say. So we're going to let his, his take, his take bank kind of load up there, see see what he notices from this season, and then at some point in the future, we'll have him back on. But for now, we want to introduce our new host, our new co-host, Morgan from Australia. Like I said, Patty's also a new co-host now too, so we don't, you know, we also want to congratulate him. He's no longer the executive producer of the Cutthroat Podcast. <laughs> he is a host of the Cutthroat Podcast. So, guys, I'm really happy that we're going to have the you chance to do this together. You think this is fucking Jeopardy? It's not Jeopardy. You can't just, can't just give yourself an on-air job. Just giving everybody jobs. You're a host. You're a host. We could do whatever we want. It's our podcast. Everyone gets to host. Exactly. Yeah. And we'll also I, be having I, Charlie I, on, I, you know? I, I just want to make it clear. I did not make this decision. I did not give myself this job. I didn't pull a Jeopardy. Okay. I just want to mm-hmm. put that out there. Uh-huh. I, I, I did not step over X's cold body. No, I gave out promotions and I gave myself a demotion. So it's like, you know, I'm a good guy. I'm not like this, you know, this fraud Mitchards over there. You know, if you know his name, we just going to get a little, wom- a little uh, wombo there. Uh, and, you know, that guy's a fraud, but we're not, you know. Patty didn't give himself that title. I gave Patty the title. So if we, if we need to clear that up, it's cleared yeah. up. <laughs> so, uh, guys, you know, the, the great thing here about having you guys now as hosts is like now we have an area of expertise, okay? We're all bringing something to it. We got the challenge. We've got Big Brother. We've got Survivor. And, you know, things are things are looking great right now. Just saw uh, – I all I saw was an image with somebody holding up a torch dripping wet with 41 on it and i was screaming let's go and i and i just saw morgan's reaction right now survivor will it, it's coming back next month and it's i'm just so excited yeah it's literally literal weeks away and it feels like an eternity since season 40 and i think it's going to feel like that when we watch this new season it's going to be completely different um and hopefully it'll be maybe back to how it originated a little bit um, and wind back 
because I think it jumped the shark a little bit at the end. Um, so let's see if we can get back to basics. Yeah, I think I, I, I agree. And it's now that they've had time to kind of probably kind of step back and examine what they've done with the show, they've had they had that's ample time to kind of plan and revamp um, and get ready to go into the next phase. Uh, I'm probably in the next before next month starts, I will have season 40 down. I have not watched season 40 yet. And I, I'm, I'm just kind of also because I'm like, it's gonna be a bittersweet moment to kind of watch. I've been working my way up to that this whole time kind of watching Survivor. So really looking forward to that from what i've been seeing on uh our cutthroat twitter at cutthroat cast again um i've noticed a good amount of big brother stuff coming by so patty i think i think it's it's catching my interest a little bit just kind of what i've been seeing people talk about how they gossip about it i'm like you know what i think i'm ready to give season 14 a chance i'm almost finished with f boy island also a great you know reality television show that's out there now makes me miss are you the one uh but Things are great. We have, we're gonna have plenty of tent going oh, yeah. forward here because so much, so much. The tent. challenge All Star season two is brothers. already is being filmed right now. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So we have we have so we much, have so much. We're be talking about in the future, but uh, you know, Morgan has been a fan of the challenge now for how long? About um, I've watched maybe four seasons now, um, so you- but was a big fan of uh, ESPN's number one rated challenge podcast before that. That's what, it, that's what inspired this podcast. And yeah. Uh, oh yeah. By the way, at the ringer, what the hell? Yeah. We're coming for you guys. <laughs> you know, that I guess we just have to work harder and smarter, you know, we're trying for Coriel. We're trying for that. So, so that's exciting. Be so awesome. Hopefully be awesome. we can get something like that going. Um, now go, uh, moving on to the episode that we just saw in 37. It's, it's interesting. I think we've been wanting to see more Kyle, Maybe a little bit more Amanda, maybe some of these vets. But what that tells me right now is that we have some stuff to look forward to in the future. Like that, that, that footage is coming because I'll let you guys in on a little secret about the challenge. And, and it's kind of been like this since they've had these huge, like 35 people casts lately, since the cast just keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Whoever's getting a lot of airtime and like interview time in kind of the beginning, more than likely you might be seeing them on their way out like sorry spoiler alert hate to you know but sometimes like that's a, that's a good indicator because tori and kyle are usually like either number one number two number three when it comes to interview time on the show like reddit kind of keeps track of like who's had the most uh talking heads you know interview times who's kind of the narrator of the season and we haven't seen too much of them yet because i think we could use some more kyle so let me let me pick your guys's brain. How do we how do we feel about this episode? How do we like this episode? Let's start with Morgan. Yeah, well, it has it gives me like Australian Survivor vibes. So you don't see people until they're relevant to the story. So if they're not relevant yet, you're not just going to see them for the sake of it, which is like completely different to the US Survivor where they just bombard you with like winners edit the whole time. So if they're not relevant yet, that's fine. They're still there. They'll be there later. Um I've I've really liked it. I've been disappointed by the rookies' inability to see they had an advantage and use that to their or use their numbers to their advantage. Um, but I have enjoyed the characters, and I hope we get to see them again because um, I think some of the people that we've lost already would provide great content in the future. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing more Kells. I want more Michaela. I want more Tatcha. 
I really want to see a lot more of them in this game. I think they're they're incredible players, and I was really looking forward to seeing them kind of do some damage this way. This way, but what it reminds me of, and kind of, I saw Bananas put out a tweet about saying, you know, Kells has a bright future in this game, and a lot of people, you know, people that have watched the challenge for a long time, for context with Johnny Bananas, on his very first season, he was gone like within the the first or second elimination, like he was out of there. So it was very similar to Kells in that way. So a lot of times you'll see, you know, it's it's a it's considered a rite of passage. It used to be this huge budding thing. So it's like you have your Corey, you have Nelson, you have Ashley, Amanda. These are people who came into the game when like CT and Bana- and Bananas had already been playing for like 10 seasons. And they were butting heads with them and they were like, it's your rite of passage as a rookie. You guys just have to go in right away. And either you go in and come back or you lose, but that's how the game is played. And they were trying to kind of get that into their head for years. And a lot of them didn't grasp it till finally now that they're all kind of friends with those older vets. They've had time with CT on there and whatnot. So just, you know, for, for context, it's like, it's a rite of passage as, as somebody who's who we want to see more of. So I, I agree. And I think that in the future, we will get more Michaela. I, uh, so I saw a lot of, uh, CT this episode, which I was really happy about because you guys keep, or you guys have mentioned how awesome CT is. And I mean, I agree, but, uh, I agree, but what you were saying about, we watch a different uh, episode. Where, where was a lot of CT? All I saw was his ass. We saw a lot of his ass, but I, yeah, I agree. No, no, no. I, I mean, I mean, we saw more CT than we have really in like the past episode. Okay, I, I could agree. What yeah. I've noticed, what yeah. I've noticed is, is what I was saying, especially during that elimination. We saw a like we saw CT cheering on Bernard like like hardcore. I mean, and granted that that is his partner, so I mean, like naturally, yeah, he's going to be cheering and trying to get Bernard to slow down and that kind of thing, but. What you were saying, I want to go back real quick and talk about what you were saying about having the first like big threat or rookie vet like combo kind of like go at each other in the uh, in the eliminations and big brother. It's similar. You don't want to be a big threat very early on in the game, because if you are, then you're going to be a massive target and everybody's going to be coming for you. It's I feel like it's the same thing with the challenge. It's just it's different in big brother because more than likely you're not going to get a second season on the show. Yeah, and that's interesting. And usually you could tell, by the way, TJ talks to them at the end of their eliminator, but we haven't been, we've been seeing them kind of like have him step back once it's done and let the the challengers kind of have like their talk with the, you know, the the people that are still in the house. And normally he says like, you know, this ends your time in the challenge. We hope to see you again sometime. And that's a good indicator, but I've kind of not seen that as much. And the fact that he hasn't done it as much to the three episodes doesn't indicate to me that these people aren't going to be back. It just indicates to me that like they're having him kind of stop saying that maybe, and they're kind of cha- you know maybe production's kind of changing a little bit things. But I have I've noticed that a little bit as well. Morgan, do you have any other that, any other thoughts? Him saying that kind of like puts a full stop to whatever discussion might occur later, and I think that having him not butt in during Tarch's exit. Um, was a good thing because it it stifles what could happen from there. Um, so I like to see him take a step back sometimes. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And he, he, uh, he's done it really well. And they've, they've, they've done a good job of, of painting TJ in, in a really good light, but also kind of, that's the, that's the thing I love about this. A lot of, like a lot of people said, there's a lot of rookies, but I love it because 
a lot of these rookies come from other reality TV shows and they get reality TV. So they are reality TV stars as opposed to like a WWE superstar or an Olympic athlete where it's like, yeah, these are great or certain CrossFit athletes where like they're great athletes, but they're not great reality yeah. TV. These right. new... like, Nam's a good athlete. Yeah. He, he's not boring as shit. Provide... No, boring. Like he had to have Lolo and she was still the one carrying them content wise. Like the, like survivors, Tommy's boring as batshit as a as a human, like just a boring human being. The he's a nice, he's a nice guy, um, and but he is strategic. He he's smart and he understands a game. He's still not good reality TV, but he understands a game and he has strategies in place. And so, like he knew immediately what he needed to do when he needed to drop Michaela in the ship and cut that tie to free himself from that survivor burden, like. Uh, smart players add a lot to this game. We're not just like smart, smart asses like um, my favorite Devin and Kyle, but people who like can do more than just lift. Yeah, I mean, if you if you want to look at it this way, like Cam does a really good job of making it to the final because Cam is a just has an elite social game. She's fantastic. Ashley, the reason why Ashley has two titles under her belt is for the very same reason. She has a really good social political game. And she's gotten herself to the finals by by kind of clinging onto strong alliances, you know, not getting thrown in sometimes. That's why she gets so pissed off when she's thrown in, because like normally she, you know, she she's she does a really good job of forming enough friendships to where she's not, but she loses her absolute shit when they throw her into elimination. Like I like I can't wait for it to come at this point, you know, at one point in this season because it's gonna happen and it's gonna be. I'm calling it right now. She's gonna go absolutely batshit crazy because that's what Ashley does. Uh, so we let's let's get into the episode a little bit now. We see the house start off. Ed and Tori come in, and right away we see Tori just like okay, like, and we didn't see any of this with Corey L. You know, we see Tori kind of saying like, okay, we got some time. Let's get to know each other. Let's build up a strong team because I think people in the house are starting to recognize that as Ed came to play, guys. I don't think that's why Tori was spending that much time trying to get to know Ed. Um, if you uh, have a look on Twitter or on Instagram or wherever that he posted that she spent more time getting to know him in those five minutes than she did in the whole time that he was her partner. And um, I think that either Ashley or Amanda commented that's because she wanted to sleep with him or something. It's because Ed's so pretty. Um, yeah. So she was trying to like sleep with him the whole time that they were in the house. Oh, wow. Morgan coming with some great tea right there. Yeah. Amanda's a great follow. I started following her on, on the cutthroat cast for us to kind of track what she's been saying. Um, she put a, you know, people asked her something about Fessy yesterday, and I'm just going to leave it at that. And it's out there. So uh, it was good. It was good. For, it was funny challenge Twitter banter going back on the timeline. I don't know if you guys had seen any of it, but it was pretty funny. Love some banter. Yeah. Uh, so they kind of talked that out. And then TJ had mentioned in the beginning, it's one of it's an extended episode, and we get one of these extended challenge episodes, but it, they just gave us more daily challenge, which is kind of like, I know they have better daily challenges. They're, they're saving some better ones. When the cast gets smaller, they're going to be able to have a lot more that are fun and like more competitive. And for now, it's just like, don't give us more of these. Kind of montage them and get us some more house drama going on, because I know there's some hookups going on, and there has to be more drama. Like, I was disappointed we didn't get a little bit of that. Yeah, but like cut it down. Like, don't tell me Michelle and Emmanuel have kissed and not show me. Where, 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 where are the cameras? Why don't we have any footage of this? <laughs> don't tell me that they're kissing and hugging and snuggling and all this shit. I don't want 
Don't tell me, show me. Yeah, we don't need to hear them talk about it at all. Or just even if you do, like you said, show show us while they're talking. We don't need the mm. the interview. We don't need him. Like you, you I don't need Nelly T's mm. fucking boot camp. I need, actually Nelly T's boot camp was no, funny. No, it yeah, wasn't. It was I need kind juice. Of funny. It was it was funny when they were like flashing to the people sitting behind the next to the pool. That was what made it funny. And Burner not wanting to fuck him and him being so desperate. <laughs> oh my god yeah she she's she's like please stop like you're getting you're bringing like all this negative attention my way and i just don't want it like honestly like you're bringing so much smoke for me and it's just causing a, a big issue and then he's looking into the camera being like you're my girl come you know come to daddy all this stuff it's like come on nelson like, like you're ruining tough. your game so bad it's, you're hurting your game so bad so read the room gross 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 read the room god damn it uh, but I, I thought the boot camp was, was, was funny that the way they, they like made it into like an infomercial a little bit, he's all happy smiling's got everybody going, everybody working that Esther running up the hill. I thought that was, that was pretty funny. I I'm glad we kind of brought that up, but another, like going into one of my other favorite rookies, I love Huey. Honestly, I, I've been, I love Huey Fuck so off, much. Cruella. Fuck off, uh... Cruella. No, I know it's just he goes, Jesus Christ, Cruella. <laughs> <laughs> God. Oh, so good so i would oh I'm my so god i'm so scared i'm so scared look i don't know if i can do that oh <laughs> he throws she, up and she kisses him on the lips <laughs> and then they go we're, and beast it we're starting to see a friendship blossom in the in those first two episodes they were so contentious with each other but they're, they're starting to nuts. love each other she oh my god him. Yeah, and now like there's there's so you could tell they're becoming close to his friends, and it's kind of a funny like friendship we we have blossoming with his fake odd, ass. They're an so odd couple, funny. but they're funny. Yeah. They, oh they my are. god, they're such an odd couple. I I love them together. She's like she's constantly gonna be like asking why she has him as a partner, and she's like, it's like you know you're gonna have to actually do some of the work, Ashley. You always talk about being a two time champ, but you don't ever want to put in the work uh, when it comes to the daily challenges and kind of carrying your team. So it's like do better. There was ever a couple that made me convinced that that. That they they were set up to be couples. It's them. The fact that they put him with her. So I had some. I was really impressed with um, like Michelle in in the challenge in like the daily challenge today or this episode. Like it was impressive what she did, especially watching some of the other people. I think that she's gonna be. I, you know, we'll probably see her play some more Survivor. You know, I think she's played a couple seasons of that already, but I think we're going to see her as a, as a real strong, like a lot of potential, a lot of these rookies have so much potential in this game. Like, and I, and I don't ever say that lightly. Like, I'm always like, you have to prove it to me, but I could see it coming. And like with Michelle, she's going to have a bright future in the challenge. Michelle like, won't play Survivor again. Um, She wouldn't win Survivor again. Her first win was too contentious and her second, um, his sick, I wouldn't say what happened in season 40, but you can watch it. Um, but I don't think she'll play Survivor again. But I do think that she's perfect for the challenge. She has really good physical ability, like underrated physical ability. And she like she was able to win challenges on Survivor too, like to save herself in like clutch positions. And like she, she's a badass. She's an absolute badass. She didn't give a shit that she was bleeding from the face. She put that thing on her nose, got herself cute and kept it going. Like she's an absolute beast. She was out of the three of the survivors. She's the one that was seen as the winner. Like even Tommy's one beats boring. She was the one that was seen as the biggest threat. 
she's the one that's still there. She has this innate ability to lose her connections and lose her alliances and still keep going and play from the bottom. That's all she knows is to play from the bottom and she will thrive. Yeah. She's going to do really, really well. Uh, like immediately I see it And like Tori's Corey, Tori's already looking at her out of the corner of her eye. And honestly, I don't know if we want to get into this right now or we want to get into this later on, but like Tori's had enough shine on, on as a really good player in the challenge. And she's only ever had two really solid moments on this show. Her first season when she made it to the final and she got third place, she did really well in dirty 30. And then when she in war of the worlds one, when she went head to head with Jenny in a hall brawl and absolutely smoked her. Nobody thought that was going to come. Patty, if you look up Jenny from the, the challenge, she is like the most yoked person that's ever been on this show. She is absolutely shredded and Tori annihilated her in the hall brawl. And then very next in the very next time, no, it was World of Worlds 2, sorry. Which is also is on Paramount Plus now, by the way. So if you wanted to go watch that hall brawl, you can go watch it there. Uh and then the very next season on Total Madness, Jenny wins. She she won her, you know, she won the, the the final and everything. And like that's all Tori's known for. But we'll get into it later because like she's already keeping an eye on Michelle. I, let me let me track get steer this shit back towards Michelle because that's what we were talking about. And I agree with you, Patty. And thank you, Morgan, for providing that context on, you know, she's a she's an underdog. She's a fighter, too. And I we love those people on this show and on this challenge. And that's just terrific context and insight that you're providing from us for us, because I think she was, was she on the third season of Survivor and she was like the first one to go home? Because right away they were like, let's get her out of here. No, so she was only on the two? No. Um, do you want me to spoil what happens in season 40? Go ahead. That's fine. Michelle Fitzgerald has never been voted out of Survivor. She's played twice. Oh, okay. Now I'm intrigued. I, yeah, I'm sorry. I haven't intrigued. told you anything there. But she's never, no, yeah, that's, she that's, has played over... 77 days over 77 days we'll just say that and she has never been voted out of survivor so she's she's gonna yeah so 77 days alone shows her toughness and uh it goes she, for 39 days so yeah so that's almost sorry, that's, she either made it to the end or right before i'm not going to spoil it for you but she's never been voted out of survivor she has an ability to once she loses everything everyone around her she has an ability to just fade into the background. She's a chameleon. And she makes herself a smaller threat until she needs to strike again. And then she takes that shot and she doesn't miss. So that that that's actually a really good point because I was listening to the MTV Challenge pod with Anissa and Tori and they had her on there. And she was kind of mentioning that, but like her, Tommy and Michaela had, had been talking going into the show, but that Tommy and Michaela just did not like each other at all. And she kind of did use them as like a shield a little bit to kind of fade into the background, like you were saying, like, okay, well, these two have their, their thing going on and like, and it benefited her in that way to where, you know, even though she was already thrown, she was thrown down against Michaela, like, we're, we're still, she's not the house vote. You know, she's done a good job of keeping herself from being the house vote, which is honestly the, like, is really, if you're somebody that's being thrown in, sometimes that can help you out because sometimes when you're the house vote, it's, it's like, I've seen people not let that go. They fester on it. They get pissed off about it. I mean, there's also the times where it's like the people are like, okay, fine. They accept it and they, they have more time to prepare and they go in and, and they're fine. But a lot of times it's the people that get voted in 
they're so pissed off that the whole house threw them in that they can't focus correctly. Yeah, so that's that's never going to happen with her. She's never going to write anyone off as somebody, somebody that she can't work with. She's never going to write anybody off because they put her name down or because they put her into a challenge. She has, she will, she just lets it go. Like that's done. She's as long as she survives that, she'll move on. She's a beast. I love her. Yeah, the the the, the bloody nose and all was really cool. So I'm glad you brought that up, Patty. Do you have any other questions about the 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 opening and the the first daily challenge? I mean, we. we we can kind of skip through, you know, we see that them dive and they have to go do this whole get the bomb thing and get it back the quickest. And the only thing that re- that we really kind of see of it is that Tommy gets concussed. And he comes, what? I think I think maybe the pressure of jumping into the water. That's the only I, thing I, I can think. I was wondering why they weren't wearing helmets. Yeah. You know, okay. So, they wear helmets. You, and the other thing I thought, remember on that one season of Survivor where they're like, in the boat and the guy like fucks up his back because they like yeah, hit a wave real hard yeah i was also thinking like well could they have just been like on the jet ski and like kind of gone up a little bit and then slammed into the water I but that, I was, yeah because yeah, yeah the, the only thing the, that's the only thing i could think of or maybe like he banged it up against the rocks or something but yeah they should have had helmets that's a, that's a great point and uh we almost saw jeremiah get killed and drowned by tatcha she couldn't swim and she's like he he couldn't swim either and he's like panicking because she's like holding on to him and he's like yo she's drowning me um, that both of them didn't need to get both of them didn't need to swim all that way to get the bomb that was in the cave because tori didn't swim all the way so no. they had like they switched off on like wh- whoever yeah. were like dough for it the dough yeah. for the first one had to go get the second but one and they could stay in the water sh- and wait shell and Corey both went yeah they did it wasted, did. A wasted time yeah and they it's just true. lost. So we had uh, who won that? Ed and Tori won it because Ed is Ed is gonna you know Ed, Ed is a, good. He, yes, he's was, sneaky good. He's very sneaky good, and he's he's already he's a lovable guy. So he's gonna build. Oh, great they social all re- like him. They're gonna he's gonna build great social relationships, and honestly, he's he's in like really good shape too for a lot of this. I, I'm curious to see what like his height, like if he's like five seven, five nine. He's very short, I think. I think he's short. Um, But he's got an amazing ability to make people like him. Like he managed to weasel his way into like the Survivor Philly crowd. And so he was turning up at like Survivor Philly events because that's where he's from. Now, the guys that run that, one of them is Wendell, who won a season of Survivor. Wendell used to date Michelle. So I wonder if Michelle and Ed have a connection from that. They probably do. A lot of these people, yeah, a lot of these people just kind of know each other yeah, from other they things. Yeah, like hearts of reality and shit like that. But I think that Ed and Michelle would have a closer connection than she would have with any of the other non-survivor challenge players. Interesting. See, I wouldn't have known any of that. It's really good that, mm. you're, that you're bringing that. They to used our- to kick it, her and Wendell. I remember, I remember you mentioning that, and I was kind of like intrigued because Wendell was a really great survivor player. Uh, mm-hmm. So the... We have Survivor, you know, kind of like their role in this game kind of expanding. But the Big Brother role is, is honestly, it's kind of interesting to see that like the Big Brother vets that are in but this game. it's not expanding, Chris. It's not. It's shrinking because there's only one of them left. But the thing is that they're bringing more people on because you had you had at first it was like just Jay and then Jay and Natalie. What what's what Survivor season was she on, by the way? I, I've been um, looking. San Juan del Sur. Okay, I need to watch that. Blood because... versus Water. Blood versus water. Okay, that I skipped that season to be honest. Uh-huh. Uh, so that so her, her, she was on the Amazing Race as well, 
and so annoying on the amazing race like the her and her twin sister they were the twinnies and i wanted them to just like float off into the oblivion they were awful they were so annoying and so then they came on survivor i was like i hate them hate them very much and her sister because they separate when in blood versus water seasons they separate them onto different tribes because you're going in pairs and so her sister was the first one voted out and she made it to the end and won so it's very good but they are very annoying when they're together interesting I, 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 cause I was, I got to go back and watch her season. Cause like Jay was talking about what a beast she was. And I was like, is she like, I have to see this for myself on, on her season of survivor. Uh, but like, like I was saying, like the, the very sur- vengeful, she's very vengeful. So she got revenge <laughs> for her sister and she got, re- you know, Jeremy Collins, Jeremy one's a season of survivor. Yeah. Um, she well, got I- revenge for him in that season as well, but like bided her time played very, very calmly and then knew when to strike. It was really, really upsetting that she had to leave last season. I hope that she does come back. See, that that's the perfect thing about Survivor players coming into the challenge is is timing. And with, with Big Brother, what I have noticed, Patty, is like they're they have they do form alliances really well, but they don't know the challenge game that all that well. And they they're still have they still haven't grasped it fully. So that that's the one thing that they're lacking in, in coming into this, where it's like, yeah, they're good at forming like a social connection between themselves, but they don't know how to use windows of opportunity to like strike and kind of know when to to, to kind of play a power move. And that's where Survivor is really interesting in like how they've brought people in. And from what we've seen, Michelle's gotten a lot of interview time in those first three episodes. Patty, it's it's not Big Brother players that don't know when to strike. It's these Big Brother players that don't know when to strike. Fessy and Josh are two of the worst big brother players I've ever seen. Like legit, Fessy's the worst big brother player I've ever seen. He had the worst game ever. And Josh got carried the entire season to his finale. Like, it, like Casey, Casey is the only one that, that she's great. She, that she is, yeah. actually understands when yeah. to take shots. It, so I, I, I do, I agree with you in that, in that sense that these players, these big brother players are very good at forming these alliances but That's a good point. Josh and Fessy don't know when to take shots because they never took any shots in their season. Fessy took a shot as his own alliance member, his last alliance member, <laughs> when there was an entire other side of the house that needed to be out in his big brother season. He has no idea when to take a shot. No, he did that with Nelson too. Like absolutely dumbass move when he did that to Nelson. Uh like but no that, idea actually, when to take a shot, but and also like even the rookies can see through their like false bravado. Even the rookies can see through Josh and go, you know what? Like you didn't. If if anyone caught me out, it wasn't you, Josh. Like everybody can see that they, like it's all smoke and mirrors. They're terrible. Yeah, they they and I, I, that's a good. I'm glad you you kind of checked me on that, Patty, because Polly was really Polly was pretty good at at the challenge, and he knew when to strike, and he knew like. You know what? Like, if they're gonna throw me in here, like, I have to, I, I have to show right now why, like, I need to be here. And he, he made it to the finals that he did because of that very reason. So that's actually a, a really and Dave on too. She was really good at, at, at. She made it to the. She made it to the hardest final ever on this show, which was World of Worlds one, and it, it was because she she knew exactly when to play the right moves. She got separated from Bear. Okay, cool. Now I, I know what to do. I, I highly recommend, um, you know, if you if you want to see a, a good season with young talent and kind of some big brother players that you might know, War of the Worlds one is a, is just oh yeah one of the no, top three seasons. Mama of all time. Day, Mama Day and 
uh, Mamadou is such a beast at Big Brother. Like, she's too good of a player to go far in the game because every time she came back, everybody was like, well, she's a badass at this game. Like, I, we can't do anything about her. And then they'd get her to eventually blow herself up in Big Brother. Polly was a similar situation. Polly ended up blowing himself up in Big Brother. It's not that they didn't know how to or when to make the shots. It's that they got they just got kept getting manipulated just a little bit more and more and more. And then all of a sudden they just had, they just ended up blowing up their own game in that house. But like those two are some of the best big brother players, like to play, like in terms of when to take shots. So speaking of blowing up their own game, that that's a perfect point to transition into Tori and how she's going. She gets mad drunk with power, like immediately, like, like it, it washes over her head. Like Ed's not even in the picture. It's just her going around like being like, I have this decision. It's my decision to make. It has, you know, Ed's going to follow whatever I say. And like, it was the same, it was the same thing in the last episode with Fessy when he was like already thinking about taking a shot at Amber B and it's like, dumb. You're so dumb. Like stick to the plan, stick to the vet alliance, like do this. You know what I mean? And like, that's another, that's another thing that I like about Michelle is like, she's having no hard feelings at, at, at like how the vets are playing because she understands in survivor it's the same way like if they had if you have veteran players against new players like you band together as an alliance and you wait to get to the the veteran war and to go all out also then, she's you know? playing a long game she's like she, exactly, she's not just yes. playing for this season because next year she'll be a vet they'll still be vets like she's building these relationships long term so like she's not an idiot like no she might not be an ever be and win her first season that's all right she's setting herself up long term Whereas Tori is a fucking idiot. Yeah. And that's, what's like crazy. Like, so that, that, so since we're talking about Michelle too, like the, this is a they, Michelle podcast. Thank you for coming. Yes. They make the declaration right now. Say it, Morgie. Say it again. I'll, I'll edit this part. You could say cutthroat is a, is a Michelle podcast. Michelle Fitzgerald podcast. Yeah. Um, cutthroat is now a Michelle Fitzgerald podcast. Welcome. Officially. Yeah. You heard it here first. Wee wee. <laughs> oh man uh moogie oh, oh that was terrible sorry like continue so michelle so the, the options are presented to tori when she's like trying to get all big t because there's this narrative going around and, and big t's already feeling like she's on the bottom but if anything if i'm big t like if if she knew the history of the challenge, but it's funny because these they don't play it this way. A lot of the 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 vets, the quote unquote vets that we have right now, the B list vets that we have right now, um, along with CT. See, like if C like Anisa, like with Anisa, CT, and Nani, what they're gonna be thinking later on when the is like, no, maybe we want to keep Big T around and get her into the final somehow because that's just one less. That's one person that you can already beat. Like that was that was always the way that you would do it. Sometimes you would bring a weaker person in when you get to this stage along because it's easier to beat those people. So she's kind of feeling like she's on the bottom and, and she has, you know, some feelings about it. And she really feels it when she's really starting to feel heat when Tori gets power. Patty. Yeah. So I do have a question. Why? Okay. So I feel like she should have spoken up at, at the, uh, at the meeting. Uh, but I, I, why was it a good move for her not to speak yeah. there? Or was it a bad move? So what you can do in, in, in the challenge and in, in those situations is if you, and you see this a lot with like the drunken nights and, and drunken fights. So 
when Ashley was going at Bertha, when she was calling her Bertha and, and like, she started like telling like Esther, like, or I for, I think she was, she was, she thought Bertha for some reason wasn't, was in charge of who was getting voted in uh, the next day, like the liberation or whatever. She's like, don't throw me in. Don't throw me in. Because what happens is, is when you get drunk and you act a fool or you cause fights or you get in drama or you blow up, it's, it's easier to throw you in. It's easier to get you out of the house that way. And if big T were to anyway feel like that, or if big T were to fucking blow up, like she said, she, she, she might, that could have been detrimental to her game. And they, they might've considered actually voting her in. I, I got you. I got you. It's similar in big. Are you Brother talking about in deliberation though, Patty? We talking yeah. about in deliberation. Yeah, similar, yeah. In deliberation. But, uh, if Josh is the person telling you to speak up, stay silent. <laughs> I mean, Oh that's, my God. That's I mean, that's, that's, such a, that's such a great point. <laughs> gonna be that i mean this is why we brought her onto the cutthroat podcast people like you know and that's a big t is not an idiot she would have just gone very smart mute Mute. yeah big t is like honestly your brain takes you so far in the challenge and she had ct as her mentor for an entire season ct is the most cerebral well thought when when he actually divulged on the last season that he during the final that like oh yeah you know i was supposed to take over this uh business for my dad like i'm really good at math it's like you motherfucker, it explains why you can just wake up and do any puzzle. Like, the dude is so fucking smart, and for so long, he was just seen as a meathead. But it's like, no, he's a really huge threat on the show because he has the brain compared with the athleticism. That's why he was always so dangerous on in the house, which which is funny. I listened to Bananas and Wes talk about um, CT specifically, and, like, they were just – they were laughing about the fact that, like – that CT is the is by far the CT in their in their mind is playing the best game, because the fact that none of them have even thrown out his name for any kind of consideration shows how well of a game he's playing. Because, like, they both brought up the fact that the only reason why they would let CT last on the show for so long in more recent seasons is because he was fat. And CT started getting in shape. World of Worlds two was really at or yeah really out of shape but he lost 30 pounds that season by by getting himself into into shape because they left him in the house all all season long and then in total madness when he his loss to jay really lit a match under his ass he's lost all the weight he's in really good shape and like they're so dumb because they're they're not even thinking about ct at this point and like just one he He just just exactly one he's what he he did in the preseason was convince you all to to take part in at all vet alliance who does that benefit that benefits him the most a hundred percent because for what 50 percent of the game no one's going to be looking at him and so that gives if you get halfway through the game and you've just got the veterans left well now because he's just sitting back and being quiet and being calm and not getting involved in any bullshit when they do get to only the veterans left he's then they'll start picking off the ones that have fucking annoyed them and mm-hmm. so then Fessy will go for being a rat to somebody and Ashley will go for being annoying to somebody. And and he'll still be sitting there being quiet and kicking their ass. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing how dumb they are. Yeah. It, it, it's it's really honestly just com- just completely shocking. And like I when it comes to I see Casey as a serious threat to win it. Cause I think I think we're gonna have in the final, if if it's not paired, it's gonna be kind of I think it's going to be split between a girl and a guy. I think that's the way they're going to do it. So with Casey, I think she has a real shot, especially seeing who's there. Ashley is is not the social player she once was. She's not. 
And like, yeah, she has Amanda and she's going to have Huey and they have, a, they're going to have like a, you know, a thing going on. They're going to have Kyle, they're, you're going to have this vet Alliance, but that's not going to last. So Casey is, is, is still in my mind, the, the clear head favorite, as far as like the women to kind of take this, you know, if I, if I could predict somebody winning the season, I, I have her as one of my winners. Um, and, but if they let CT stay in the house, he, he's only going to do damage. So when it comes back to coming back around to big T, like her keeping her mouth shut, she's very smart. Like you said, Morgan, and that, and like, Having CT teach her the game also was something that helped her out. And like her keeping her mouth shut the way she did, all it did was get attention on Tori because Tori made an ass of herself mm-hmm. by being all fake, trying to be like, oh, we're coming for you, big T. And it's like, you went around talking, telling everyone how badly you want to throw her ass in. She's the only person I have reason to. She's the only person I have beef with. And then like, when like it was so dumb when they have to like they have to tell her like you know if you do this right like when Kyle's telling her like you know you realize if you do this that it's all free reign like the 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 truce is off and she's like yeah, what? I, I won't vote I won't vote for you but everyone else might I, I won't have a problem typical with it Kyle. everyone else might typical oh it's so great oh, and typical. like how come Tori and Big T were going to have a private chat and there's there he is in the middle of it yeah and like in in the, the chat was. Like, this is, this is why I was mad earlier. And, I, and it's like with Tori, it's like, okay, I'm officially ready. Like, this is not a Tori podcast. Let's make that clear. Cutthroat is not to- a Tori podcast. Okay. And like, she's so dumb. You've been in this game for so long. And it's honestly, the only reason why she's lasted so much on the season is because she was with, she was dating Jordan. And Jordan is the, is the go to this game. And like, he knows how to play the game so well. And like, even then she wanted to do certain stupid moves, but like, when the, the seasons where she did really well, it's because strategically she listened to him and she would let him kind of like, like, no, this is what we're going to like world of the worlds too. No, we're going to switch teams and, and, you know, we're going to do really well there. Like she's always kind of benefited from that, but as on her own, she's dumb as rocks. Like I the fact that you, I don't see the strategy behind going to the people that you're going to vote and asking them who, who they want in there and then not giving it to them. Why are you doing that? Why you piss them off further? Why would you do that? It makes no yeah. sense. Yeah. And like, and she ended up saying like, like, I can't guarantee it. She did say that and, part, but it, don't like, have no the conversation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, don't, don't even like, like in, in, uh, like what you have to tell them is like, I can't guarantee you anything, but just for, just for, you know, just so I know. And I kind you know, and I can kind of ask you and you don't even have to go to the room. Who do you want? Like, I just want to know like who you would want. And I just want to think about it. Like that's but, all you, that that's how you play that. Like that's how people right, have played it just, in the past. But like she, she wants she, to be a people pleaser. She just wants to yep. be a people pleaser. But at the same time, she's pissing everybody off because she's not doing what she's asking for too many opinions. So every time you ask for an opinion and you don't listen to it, you piss that person off. Don't take on all their insights. Make your own decision, and that's cool. Then you haven't you haven't pissed everybody off. Like yeah. if Michaela was writing a list, it'd be huge of the amount of people that she's pissed off this week. I, I agree. She like, does love a list. Yeah. Oh, she does. And with Devin, Devin brought it up too. Like right now, it's like a, it, right now it's a time to relax. Like, and you see this on Survivor too, where it's like, like when the alliances have a clear vote, and then there's somebody that's like iffy, and they're going, and then like things are getting changed around because somebody's like doing you know pretty good gameplay. And with this, you're you're seeing that too, where like, oh, I, I don't know. Like, I I kind of was like annoyed by how much she was just going around talking about it and like you're all you're doing is putting every, all the vets all the other vets on edge you're pissing them all off and you're putting them on edge and 
can we can we back up to the deliberation real quick? I forgot we skipped over uh, fucking Tori being like, let's all give ourselves a round of applause. That was the hardest one we've done yet. And then Amanda or Ashley immediately be like, what the hell is this? No, let's we all got let's deliberate. We got twenty minutes. Patty, how did you feel about uh, about all of the, how like Tori was playing? Like kind of watching this show through fresh eyes. Like what did you feel about that? Did you I take mean, any notes on it? I, I didn't take any notes on her thing because we were going like at that time we were I, I was while I was watching that episode we were also getting into that debate on Twitter about the Browns and the Jacks and uh, and all that fun stuff. Uh, but so I I missed a little bit of like that like focusing on some tweets, but I did find it completely idiotic like what she was doing because if you have it's way too early in the game to take a shot you're three weeks in it's too early to take a shot in big brother like that's what screws you over in big brother it's the same thing here she's managed to do what um sarah beth did last week in big brother which is have power and come out of it much worse much much worse or frenchy week one <laughs> oh my oh, no. yeah, it's, <laughs> it's so bad that's really that's the, that's the perfect way to put it. Yeah, she just she had power and she literally ab- abused it and misused it so bad. But that's Tori. That's her in a nutshell, and that's why she's going to be out of this game. One of the ver- when if the vets hold on to their alliance and they stay you know true to the truce, and then they end up you know for the eminent veteran war that Devin was mentioning, which was a great line by the way. Uh, if we end up seeing that, I think that it's going to be her she's going to be one of the first people to be considered to go down because amanda's you could tell amanda and ashley are already kind of getting annoyed with her she's pissing everybody off and like even anisa anisa's not even i don't know if you're seeing it but she's not like necessarily going to bat for her girl she's just kind of like doing the ct thing and the nani thing which nani's also playing a really good game of just kind of we're staying back we're 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 hands off on this you you shoot yourself in the foot right now at this point so we get to elimination uh tommy went home you know See you later, I guess. But it's going to be, uh, as TJ mentions, uh, girl, you know, a, a female versus female uh, elimination. And we have this really interesting, like, ladder puzzle, which it kind of reminded me of something that you would see on Survivor where they have to kind of, normally, they like, whenever they have to build ladders to get to a puzzle on Survivor, they have to match the right piece and length to it. And, which, by the way, like, if they just would have, if somebody would have just taken, like, a little bit, a little bit of time, to kind of separate out the poles and match yeah. them up beforehand. I, they could, I was they... going to say, I, I was going to say it. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but like, that was like, if I'm in that, if I'm in that situation, that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm seeing, I'm seeing that they're clearly getting wider. So I'm for sure separating those. And that's, I feel like that's the best strategy there is to like separate your, your poles and then go and then go and do it. We're already getting better eliminations from the three that we've had this season in the lair than a lot of the ones we got in the crater last season, to be honest. I liked and this, it. this one was I sick. I, I li- it went for too long though, way too long. It was. They, they, they need to cut out a lot of the slow motion clips and give us like what's actually happening sometimes in real time. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, it, and they give us a lot of that narration, but what were you going to say? That, I know, oh no, I heard that they had GoPros on in the front of them and their GoPros kept knocking the poles off. Oh, that that's funny. And that wasn't helping because they had them on the front and they were knocking the poles off. So they kept like saying like, watch your knees, watch your knees and that sort of thing. But because the GoPro was on the front, it was knocking off the poles. That explains the way that Berna was like, the, the way she was angling her body when she was like climbing the ladder. 
it wasn't just going straight up. She was like literally facing her chest she's, out and then rotating yeah, up sideways. as she was going up. Yeah, she was doing that. That I kept wondering why is she doing that? Cause like they're telling her to like hug her, like hug her body closer, and she wasn't doing that. But it was a great elimination. Like I thought both of them put like they, n neither of them could be disappointed with how they did. Mm -hmm. And if, and if you want to get back on this show, you go all out in those eliminations, and that's how you impress TJ. Because TJ has some say in who comes back. If TJ thinks you're a weak competitor, he's like, no, fuck that. I don't want. I don't want to see them around here. Like, I don't want to see them. You know, go in and quit. And both of those girls went out. It was badass the way they both fought. Like, I really enjoyed it, and uh, it was just so. Speaking of the eminent veteran war again, like the Nelson Ashley blow up. Ah, it's gonna be fantastic. Honestly, it's gonna be great because it's coming. It's just really coming. And the fact that Berna won and you're seeing Ashley like cheer on Tatcha and like trying to tell Tatcha what to do. But it's funny because it's like CT knows the game so well and he knows these little tricks in, to the trade, like going all out. Come on, you know, hug your body to it. He was just, it was just beautiful. It was wonderful. Hold down. Yeah. They would Hold go to down. Nelson. <laughs> I, I loved, I loved at the end of the episode, like of that scene of CT and he's just like, suck it, Devin. Yeah. Cause <laughs> Because Devin's been having his talking heads of like, I'm picked above this person, I'm picked above that person. It's like, no, it's because you've been the loudest vet in the house so far. Like, and and like the only reason why the veteran alliance is kind of working is because Josh and Devin made made a truce. And Josh and like Devin has the challenge people who he's been friends with, and Josh has the big brother vets who he's been friends with. So it's kind of like the two of them like are like out out a little bit out there. And it's like, who would you rather have? The, Josh's mind or Devin's mind? You know, so I think that's what a lot of the rookies are kind of seeing because maybe some of them haven't watched, you know, the show, uh, you know, too much to this point. But yeah, you definitely want CT and like him being like, suck it, Devin. It's like he didn't really necessarily need to say that. But I think for yes, him, he like did. he's he's felt a little hurt when JB there's Jay beating him. There's Fessy challenging him last season in double agents. And there was, you know, him not getting picked twice now at this point. So I think I think, he, you know, for him, that just adds fuel to his fire. Again, they're all dumb. All of them are dumb because He's such a huge threat but how did you like that how did you like the competitions aspect of it though guys or whoever wants to take the question um i mean i i really enjoyed it I, I definitely enjoyed that competition aspect of of like this like of who they're trying to like of like wanting to be the guy that gets picked kind of a thing and i mean i i'm super excited that uh berna and ct are staying together because i think that those two if if they don't get infiltrated i think those two could be a problem for a very for a very long time this season the some of the rookies do understand what their limitations are so it's like you have low, uh or sorry morgan uh, let me let me ask you how, how you felt about the competition of, of, of that like or how you feel about that in general do you care too much about like who's being picked and like kind of ct saying suck it to devin or, or not really no i love that i love him saying suck it to devin but i do think that's because he's like feels threatened because they are trying to come for him and like i wouldn't be threatened by fessy but he he doesn't like devin he doesn't like devin coming for him being the smart guy or him being the guy that gets picked and like devin got picked twice because he pointed to himself and had two rookies who didn't know who to pick so they picked him Whereas like Berna knew she was on a good thing, so there's no need to swap. Um, she's being protected by CT. CT hasn't been threat once, hasn't been spoken about. Just stay where you are. 
Yeah. And, and, and with, then does she piss Nelson off if she goes with Devin and she picks him and she burned a bridge there? There's no need to swap. Does she piss CT off if she doesn't pick CT? Like Very he's true. the biggest player. He's the biggest player in the game. So and like, even CT with big T. But, yeah, he, but he's, he's not he's not going to he wouldn't react because then that makes him well, yeah, he he wouldn't pick. react, but I think that would make him. I like, held the grudge. It would make Berna his number one target. I think, like mm-hmm. his next target. So, yeah. she'd pay for it. Oh, for sure. She she's on the hot. She's she's just it's it's inevitable because they're gonna try to get the rookies out first. But she's gonna be on the hot seat even more because Amanda at one point is gonna just be fed up. Like I've been patient. Like it's time to throw her ass in. Like I'm tired. Like let. Like she needs to be the focus again. Like I'm, I want her out. She's gonna be, she's gonna be pushing to get her out all season long. Like that's that's gonna be a strong storyline, and I think it, I think that's why the elimination went so long because they were doing a lot of like cut to Nelson, cut to Ashley, cut to Nelson, cut to Ashley because they're cut just CT cut to yeah, and and they're just they're setting all of that up. So uh, overall, I thought it was a, a pretty decent episode, but I think that they're say they're holding on to it like as this cast gets smaller. We're gonna see some good things. So Jer- Jeremiah, I think his name is. He's now with C with a uh, big T, right? Mm-hmm. That guy's that guy's on his way out. So at some point soon, like he got touched by an angel for this one. The fact that Tommy went home, like literally, he got touched by an angel because like that dude was going down there. But he- only a matter of time, Jeremiah, will be seeing you out of the house. I'm sorry, you know, you're one of the rookies that are. I'm just kind of like, huh, huh, yeah. I don't know how you guys feel about him, but. I don't know anything about him. We didn't even see him, so we knew he wasn't going anywhere today. Yeah, good point. I already mentioned earlier. You know, if you see a lot of them, they're usually going to be out of here, like, out of the house. Like, we, they spent so much time trying to convince us that Michelle and BT were going in, only for them to not go in at all. Whereas we, this guy was actually picked, and was only saved by the fact that Tommy spewed and got naked and shit, um, got concussion. But like he was actually picked, and we didn't see a single thing from him. So obviously, there's something big to come from BT, Michelle, and the Tories triangle. I think. I agree. I agree. So, Tory, you know, maybe maybe the vets. I I wouldn't be surprised if the vets are kind of like Tory's kind of making us feel uncomfortable. That shit she tried to pull. She's a squeaky wheel. They'll get rid of yeah. her. Yeah, they'll get rid of her and still hold true to the alliance. I could see them doing that. Like yeah. I, I, I could see that coming. To you. Like we're she's gonna put a threat in... to all of them because he sh- because she's a threat to one of them. She's a threat to all of them because she's yeah. the only one that wants to break their alliance. So just get rid of her. They've got them. They don't need to even maintain a numbers advantage. They never had one, and they have got complete control of this game. Yeah, so by now they're in the driver's cut, seat. Cut now. her out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so they, like. Maybe maybe think, maybe get rid of a couple more rookies to kind of have that buffer, and then you get a, kind of survivor style, you know, in survivor when they're like we have the numbers. I like I don't really think they need the buffer. Like what what happens next week if a rookie wins, like a rookie team wins, and then like they like the the vets go to go to that team and say, hey, we really yeah. want to get Tori out. Tori yeah. is the a thing huge that should threat. happen is a rookie team wins exactly, and then and then all they do is just. Like drop Wait. it out there, Tori, mm-hmm. Tori. Well, they, they're not going to have to say it too loudly because Michelle's going to want Tori, and and we've seen more of Michelle than most of the other rookies combined. So, and she's so, probably the most likely to be in a rookie rookie pair that wins. Yeah, and and I think what we're seeing a lot too is uh, like the the rookies are since they're not smart since they weren't smart enough to band together, they're just trying to buy their time in the house. They're they're latching on to the vets any way they can, 
So I think that's a good point to where you guys that you guys bring up because I was thinking maybe you need numbers, but you guys have convinced me that actually you don't need the numbers. Like the rookies will go along with it, and then you could still vote out another rookie the next time because they're still going to go along with whoever you want to get out. Yeah, and got exactly. popcorn muscles, Garbo. He's not doing anything. Oh God, Garbo. He he like first of all he had a rude awakening finding out that like Nani's not any good at this game. Like he chose, like he was thinking like, oh, I don't, don't tell see him how... he doesn't know yet. He still yeah, doesn't know. yeah. So like that's gonna that's gonna be the part that's gonna hit him the worst because he thought he picked I'm... a pretty face that he could hook yeah. up with, like only to realize like I'm never that's... going in. Nani's gonna protect me. I'm never going in. No, okay. she's like, see you, Gabo. <laughs> Goodbye. That's what she's Bye. gonna tell him. Yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah. So with that note, we are gonna wish our listeners a a, a goodbye. <laughs> this has been the. <laughs> You guys like how we did it there, but okay. before we do so, I just we want to say, uh, you know, like we, we had mentioned earlier that we're gonna have X back on. He's a he's you know he helped birth this podcast and, and fam, yeah, and he's 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 family with the podcast. So he he always has you know, uh, if he wants to come on anytime he wants, he's more than welcome to. So you know, don't think you're not gonna hear X's voice on the Cutthroat Podcast. You'll hear him at some point, and we just wanted to say that we love him very much. And I want, you know, for, for me, like a special thank you to him for all the work that he's helped put together for this podcast and everything that he's done for it. Like couldn't be where we are right now without X. So we no, love you. X. We love and, you. X. Uh, he's, he believed he's believed in me since day one, which is fantastic. So like, I, I have so much thanks for just to even know X. Like I'm, I'm so thankful to even just to, just to know him. And we're still boys on Twitter. We tweet each other at, like every day. So it's, it's, it's actually a really good relationship still, which is, which is awesome. And we're really happy that we still have that relationship and that this, like our, our breakup, so to speak, uh, was just professionally. That's yeah. cute. Yeah, Thanks for leaving X. Yeah. He, he, you know, actually, <laughs> he's our boy. Oh my God. That Morgan, was so what did good. You just say? What did you just call us? What did you soft. just call us? You're so soft. Oh God! I thought I was gonna have to get my wanted, fucking tissues out. Jesus Christ! Was that sentimental? Did we get to you? Jesus we, Christ, Cruella! Were we close? Oh my no. God! Say, Jesus Christ, oh. Cruella! Get that tattooed on my back. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, actually, w- real quick, um, I don't know if if anybody out there noticed, but with our our new uh, cutthroat lineup of hosts here that we have coming along. We have a uh, new music too for the show, so I don't know if you guys had, had noticed that we had new show music in the last podcast, but we're gonna have it going Sick. forward in in our new uh, Cutthroat 2.0 version that we got going on. So I want to say shout out on Instagram at uh, Arrive Holy uh, Mind. That's spelled you know Arrive Holy, and then mine is M X N D. Uh, the dude made us a really cool song for free. We we could not thank you enough. Thank you so much. You're gonna be hearing it as we kind of go out here now. As we wish you a gal bye. Um, Jesus Christ, Kula. Oh, bonjour. <laughs> <laughs>